need a bigger boat. What a lovely day! I'm having an old friend for dinner. You are a toy! She wouldn't even have a fly. You can't handle the truth! I'll be back. English motherfucker, do you speak it? Just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, swimming, swimming. And welcome back to another episode of Cinematic Blind Spots. I'm Adam. And I'm Josh. And today we are talking about a movie from 2000. You remember when the year 2000 sounded so futuristic y and so far off? And, yep, you know, I, do. I remember like seeing, ironically, an old anime, since we're talking about a Japanese movie today. Uh, I remember seeing an old anime. This was in like 94. 495 or something and it, it took place in the year 2000 i'm thinking like oh because it was all, it had all this like crazy sci-fi stuff and i remember being like oh wow is is the year 2000 really gonna be like that and my dad was like adam that's only five years away i don't think it's really gonna be like that <laughs> no even better another old anime i used to love called robotech that always that like the very first thing you hear was in the year 1999 <laughs> I've heard that name. I don't know. I haven't watched it, but I've actually heard of Robotech. Well, it it, it plays a very small part in one of your favorite movies for for uh, October and uh, in Monster Squad because the little kid who whose dad's trying to put him to sleep and is like, "There's no monsters," right? and that kid's wearing a Robotech T-shirt. That was oh, probably okay. my favorite part of that movie. <laughs> okay, like, oh, he's wearing a Robotech shirt. Cool. Um, anyways, today we are talking about an action comedy drama fantasy horror romance awesome <laughs> like I, I i don't think they missed any genre any genres <laughs> i think they so, although i will say the romance tag is bullshit there is no romance in this movie whatsoever <laughs> the main the main hero the hero treats the girl like like shit for like the whole movie pretty much but in the flashback in uh, okay in the flashback yeah you could anyways this is <laughs> versus Versus, written and directed by Yuhei Kitamura. It's actually uh, Ryuhei. Ryuhei. Is that how he pronounces That's it? That's how he pronounced it. I listened to an interview with him. Okay. Ryuhei Kitamura. My Japanese pronunciation has failed us. Ryuhei Kitamura, who directed Midnight Meat Train and Godzilla Final Wars, and also a live-action movie of Lupin the Third, which I don't know if you know, is a very famous anime series. It's been running since, like, the 60s. Oh, okay. That, that's one thing I've noticed about Japanese is, like, if they have a successful anime series, they will turn them into live-action films. I don't know why, because we don't even do that here <laughs> most of the time. Yeah. Um, but, like, they've done live-action Death Note, live-action Attack on Titan, live-action Full Metal Alchemist, live-action just... Any number of things. Like, well, we're starting to do that with our Disney movies. Yeah, so yeah, with Disney movies. Maybe we're heading that way. Yeah, good lord. Um, so anyways, this movie, I didn't write down any of the... Um, I wrote down the, the one guy, his name's Tak Sakaguchi, mm-hmm. only because he was also in Battlefield Baseball, which this director produced. Uh-huh. He was in Azumi and Origami, which this director also directed, uh-huh. and it's because I've seen those. Okay. So I'm kind of familiar with this director, so. Okay. Yeah, I am I mean, I, I know the name Midnight Meat Train. 
That's that's it. And I know Godzilla Final War. See, when I finally learned that they were still making all these Godzilla movies over there that we weren't getting in the States, that just pissed me off when I was a kid. I remember that. <laughs> Being like, what the hell? So, now, I the I, I looked to see what, what, what I could find on a budget for this movie, and it said $10,000. And I'll tell you, in the interview I listened to, he said they started at 50000 and were still running out of money week to week. So that whatever okay. wherever that came from that, was completely okay. wrong. Well, that was on that was on the show that was right. on the movie's um, Wikipedia. So that was because so, I, I, I looked at that as like there is no way they made this movie on ten thousand dollars. This was an interview from just last year on the postmortem podcast with Mick Garris. Oh, okay. Because he also did a movie called Nightmare Cinema that just came out this year. It's an anthology. Okay. And he did it with Mick Garris, so he was on his podcast, and it was at least fifty. They had fifty thousand to start with, uh-huh. and within a week they were out. Wow. And that's part of the reason why this movie took seven months to get made. Because they, they kept, kept running, running out of, out of movie, money. Uh, out and of money. most of the budget, he said, <laughs> went to paying for food for the cast and crew. Really? Dinners and lunch. He's like, every week I had to come up with new money. I need dinner and we need we need lunch. And then they would need a place to stay. And like they went to this hotel and he said like they had cast and crew like sprawled out on the stairwell throughout the hotel until oh finally the manager goodness. kicked him out. Oh my goodness, that's insane. <laughs> and luckily, the, the budget, I don't know, because the budget, they didn't have to build sets. Mm-hmm. They would just go out into the forest. Yeah, there was nothing to build. Yeah, yeah they didn't have sound and lighting people, he said. Mm-hmm. They just used the natural light so they could only record during the day. Yeah, so that makes sense. I guess they saved a lot of money that way. Yeah. So. Yeah, and there were only... Two vehicles in the entire movie, so didn't have a huge budget there. <laughs> yeah, and I think he said everybody working, like even the actor I listed who plays the main prisoner, mm-hmm. that was his first film. So everybody were amateurs, so they probably weren't getting paid much. Some of them probably worked for free just to be on a movie. Who probably, knows? Yeah, maybe. So maybe I that's why. Don't have a hard time believing that. Now this opening shot. For were a you sec- surprised by this Rotten Tomato score? I didn't even look up the Rotten Tomato score. Okay. What was that? It had a critic of seventy-one percent. And an audience of 77%. I was okay. just curious what you thought about that. Okay, I could see the audience score being high. But the critic, but the critic score? Still being in the 70s. Really? As crazy as this movie is? That's, I mean... Now, I, I doubt it's taken off a lot of reviews, because, you know, Rotten Tomatoes wasn't a thing in 2000. Yeah, So true. I don't know how many critic reviews this was. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's, you know... I don't know how it, to... Yeah, it's probably just a handful of people even know that this yeah, movie exists. Exactly. I, I don't know what it what it takes to be considered a critic on Rotten Tomatoes, but so. Okay. But still, that's that's pretty impressive. Yeah. I you know, this was definitely a fun movie. It I just it, it's billed as an action comedy, but for me it like the first half of the movie, it feels like it or maybe the first act of the movie, it feels like it takes itself way too seriously. I guess you and then can, you and can, then it starts getting goofier and more absurd as it goes along. Like if they had just embraced the absurdity from the get go, right. this movie could have been amazing. Right. Well, I guess because I, I guess because I saw this movie when I was like seventeen. Uh huh. Got a bootleg from a convention, <laughs> and like the way they sold it to us was like the guy who was selling the bootleg DVDs. Because when I'd go, I wouldn't get the movies that were in theaters here. Right. I would get movies that I couldn't get anywhere. I saw Shaun of the Dead three months. Before it came out in theaters here. Because I didn't know it was coming out in theaters no here. No way. And I saw it because of that. I saw 28 Days Later before it came out here. And didn't you say you saw The Descent before it came out here? I saw The Descent. Okay. The, the, uh, yes. the, the original The true version. version one yeah. they call unrated here. But 
Yes. But I saw this, and he he's like, okay, you guys unleashed 18? No, we weren't, but we said we were. <laughs> and he shows us the opening scene with the guy slicing him in half. Yeah. So, that and we're, I was like, sold. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I need to see. Oh, so, well, I mean, this opening shot of space, for a second I thought I was watching a Lionsgate movie. <laughs> That's just what it is. So it, it, you know, just is, you see just outer space and it's like zooming into planet Earth. And there, uh, I had to make, you see, at first the, the text that comes up on the screen was all in Japanese. And I had to make sure that I had the special. I did too. I had to go, I had to go on, and had to fix go, that. Yeah, yes. I had to go fix that because this movie did have an English dub. And you know me, I would much rather watch a movie in its original language than listen to bad ADR. I did too. Um, so. It says 666 portals of connect course. this w- of course <laughs> such a wonderful number connect this world to the other side quote unquote they are all concealed from humans but there are some who notice their existence and some are willing to open the door to gain the power of the darkness somewhere in Japan exists the 444th portal known as the forest of resurrection it was a long time ago when the evil soul uncovered its existence. I guess that means like evil person uncovered their I existence. Guess so. And then we cut to this guy getting his mug shot. Yeah, and that part's different than the version I originally saw. Is so it? this is considered the ultimate cut. Right. And right. it's been so long since I've seen this, I don't know exactly what's different. Mm-hmm. But I know for a fact that uh, the original cut starts with the slice. Starts with the guy. Okay. Because, so. yeah, we get this guy. He's his mug shot. Getting his mugshot, first degree murder, robbery, excessive self-defense, manslaughter, etc. It actually says etc. In, in, in his description. <laughs> we don't have verdict, time to all this. Yeah. Verdict guilty, sentenced to 202 years in prison. Oh, okay. And he has a quote from this from him from him. It says, The world is full of people who are better off dead. Oh. And this guy is just known as prisoner number KSC2303. Yes. He is like the only character in this movie that has a name of any kind. Yeah. Everybody right. else in this yeah, movie, exactly. nobody has a name. Nope. And, and then, so yeah, after we see his mugshot, that's when we get the shot of this guy getting cut in half down the middle. And I love it. You get the awesome blood sprays. Yo, yeah, this game, oh, this, this movie's got some amazing blood sprays. Um, just cuts this guy down the middle with a samurai sword, and suddenly this samurai guy is surrounded by zombies. Samurai That's why it's, zombies. it's like they're moving slowly, so you're thinking zombies. Mm-hmm. But then they start pulling swords and start fighting, so they're not exactly zombies. They're still somewhat intelligent. Um, this this opening scene, I did think, had pretty good fight choreography. And now this was a very anime thing where, you know, you just see him, like, slicing at all these characters, and then it stops, and they're just standing there... And then they all just fall, fall down at the same time. Not, like a lot of this movie felt like I was watching a live action anime because there were oh, so okay. many tropes you see in anime that were in this movie like that, like the, you know, all the bad guys falling down at once. Um, some of the characters that introduced are, are very like, if you watch enough anime, you can look at these guys and, and kind of expect what, and uh, know what to expect. Here. Oh, okay. So then some guy shows up. I call him priest because that's kind of what he looks like. You know, he looks like maybe a Shinto or a Buddhist priest. He's got some kind of yeah, staff okay. with all these little rings and stuff on it. If you've ever watched the show Inuyasha, there's a character who carries a staff kind of like that. Oh, okay. Um, and the samurai dude like goes like like he's going to kill this priest, but then another guy comes out of nowhere and kills him. This guy's wearing like one of these big bamboo hats. 
with the little piece of it cut out so you right. can see his eye. You know, yeah. very, very stereotypical. Oh. <laughs> not really sure what, at this point, I wrote, not really sure what's happening here. <laughs> because then it cuts from there to two guys in prison jumpsuits running through the woods. And yeah. I love I love that the law, that the the jumpsuits actually say lawbreakers in English <laughs> on them. Like Japanese people are going to look at that and know what a lawbreaker is. I don't <laughs> one one guy has a pair of handcuffs that has someone else's hand in yep. the other one. Yep. So someone's having a bad day. And uh so they're they're looking they they're waiting for someone and yep. then this this white Mercedes pulls up and Behind they're the they're in the middle of the woods. Yes. Biker pulls up. Biker and, yeah, pulls up and, and there, yeah, and it's yes. Mercedes up. Pretty, and I love this because he did. I, I should have counted just to see how many different cuts there were, just of just of people getting out of this car. I was gonna say, yeah, I was like, this was a long sequence to get out of this yeah, car. Yeah, very yes. dramatic, yes. just for people <laughs> getting out of a car. Uh, and and they're like, okay, where is it? Where is he? They keep saying, where is he? Yeah, and they're like, where's the other car? Yeah, we gotta have room too. We, and, you're picking us up. They think they're getting a pickup. Mm-hmm. And this guy says, we have to wait for the other car. Yep. So I just wrote down, I just called this guy Prisoner 303 or 303 for all. Yeah. So 303 isn't very impressed with these goons, while the guy he's with looks very worried. No, because he tells him, he's like, you guys can't do anything except follow orders. Mm-hmm. That's all you guys are capable of. Mm-hmm. And then they, you, you can see that there's still a, another person in the car and they open the door and this girl is taken out of the car. And it's very, they make it very obvious that 303 at least recognizes this girl, like, slightly, because there's, like, the camera goes black and white, and there's all these different cuts back and forth between them, so I'm sitting there thinking maybe she's, like, someone he knew from his childhood, or something. And this, I could not believe this, and especially going on later on in the movie, I'm like, this guy is so full of shit, because 303 says, like, you know, let her go, because they're, like, manhandling this poor girl. Yeah, he says, oh... Big guy, five guys on one girl. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like a porno. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then he says he is a feminist. Yeah, he, he says he's a feminist, and to let them to that they should let her go. And then we get the guy in the suit getting excited for the first time because when he gets excited, he mm. gets excited. Oh Ooh, yeah, this yeah. yeah this this guy. I just call him suit because he's I wearing. Did t- he, I did too. He's wearing a suit. And yeah, he is the, he's another kind of anime stereotype, or maybe it's just a Japanese movie or film stereotype period where it's like the guy who's dressed really good and has the nicest hair. He's just outwardly crazy. There's him. And there's another guy who's just a really kind of quiet guy. Who's got very straight hair and he's got glasses. Toupee. No, toupee. Yeah. That's what they keep saying. He keeps saying. He has well, I just started calling him glasses eventually. And he's very soft spoken. Oh, okay. And like in any animes, when you see someone who has glasses and very straight hair and is very soft spoken, you better watch out because he's probably some kind of a monster. Um, and then there's uh, the guy on the motorcycle. I just called him ponytail. Okay. And he has a butterfly tattoo on his, on his, on one of his arms for some reason. Don't know why. <laughs> not, not your stereotypical biker. And then I call, and there's another guy, I think you call him Spike. I call him Spikey, you Spiky. say you call him Trigger? I call him Trigger, because he's just trigger happy. Like, he, he just is. he just really jumpy and, like, shoots at whatever moves. So. In fact, at this point, he has his gun pointed at 303. Right. But then 303, like, just grabs the gun and spins him around and is pointing the gun, still in his hand, pointing it at the, at the guy who's holding the girl. Right. And shoots him. And that, that's the guy I call Toupee. Oh, not that was Toupee. With, not the guy with glasses. Okay, I had okay, it mixed okay. up for a second. Yes. Um, okay. So, one gunshot wound. 
and all of a sudden there's just this huge spray of blood all oh, over the hood yes. of this white car. <laughs> like that's a hell of a lot of blood for one gunshot wound. And uh, so the Yakuza guys, these gangster guys, are obviously you know very not happy about this. But then the and and the guy in the suit suit just seems to be enjoying himself even more now. He's just like, ooh, 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 ooh this is gonna be fun. Oh yeah. So we got like three versus one in a Mexican standoff, pretty much. Like, so they've all got guns on him, yep. and he's still holding trigger. Three hundred three is still holding trigger. Yeah, still holding triggers. And the gun. girl's gone to hide behind him. Yeah, at the this girl. Point. Yeah. So we just got a three versus one Mexican standoff, and then the guy who just got shot is suddenly feeling better because he stands up. Before he f- stands up, we we get just random shots of the forest, and you see uh, the boss guy holding the briefcase. Oh yeah, yeah. See, we I, haven't, we haven't, he was the yeah, guy that, that I didn't even, I didn't even, didn't even catch that because I didn't know what was going on at that point. Yeah. And then you get also, as you call him trigger, he's looking around worried. Like he, he senses something in this mm-hmm. forest. And then this is when the guy starts rising up. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, he's back, but no, he's actually a zombie <laughs> and he's a strong zombie at that. Um, and so I, I couldn't believe this because suit and glasses and ponytail just start unloading on this guy. Just boom, 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 boom. And they get him in the head. Uh-huh. And it drops him. But he's not dead. He's not dead, yeah. So that's not a zombie. Okay. That's why I'm still not sure what these are. Yeah. I know they're being resurrected by this forest, but that's why I said like zombies, mm-hmm. because if you get shot in the head as a zombie, you die. That's right. what get you kill the brain, you kill a zombie. Right, okay. So so maybe he's not a zombie. I'm not sure what he is. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I guess just undead. <laughs> okay, so anyways, this... Uh, so they're all just lo- unloading on this guy, and he's still moving. He's still... Like, he picks up glasses at one point, like, by the throat, and that's when glasses pulls a gun and shoots him. So I got I gotta wonder... With your thing with guns, because mm-hmm. these guys have unlimited bullets. Unlimited constantly. bullets and unlimited <laughs> guns, too. It's like every time they pull a gun, it's a different gun. <laughs> I noticed that. You know, because at first, Glasses pulls out this, uh, I think it was a uh, Beretta M9, and then later has a different gun, and later has a different gun. <laughs> and it's the same with, uh, especially with Trigger, he has like three or four different guns. So yeah, that I I think they, they the and the guns are such a hodgepodge, you know, like nowadays in movies all the bad guys carry Glocks or all the bad guys carry MP5s or something. So I think they just kind of went to a movie studio and was like, "These are all the guns we have. Um that's a World War II German submachine gun. That's a modern day. Let's just use all of we'll these. We'll take them all. We'll take them all." <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Going all John Wick on them. Um <laughs> So, yeah, so anyways, they're they're all unloading on this supposed zombie guy, whatever the hell he is, and then 303 takes his little one little gun he's got and shoots him one time and blows this massive hole through his chest. And I was wondering, like, did he get the heart? Is that what got him? Maybe. That's about the only thing I could think of. Because he falls over at this point and yeah. he's done. Yeah, it took one shot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not the gun guy like you. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But, yes. So now, uh, at this point, Suit just shoots the other prisoner. Like, we don't even know why he was there or what his purpose he was. He was just there to get 303 to that location because okay. 303 wasn't headed there. He's the one that led him there. He's the one that was supposed to have the pickup. Okay. He's not really important to the story. He's the catalyst to get 303 here. Okay. So, yeah. So then Suit shoots the other prisoner. Yep. And... He comes and, back. Yeah, he comes back. And it doesn't take long at all. It takes like a couple seconds. No, he, he immediately, yeah, he's immediately He's like, boom, he's down, he's back up. So we guess this is the Forest of Resurrection. Uh, 
So 303 and the girl escape during the confusion. And this is where, see, 303 is already taking Trigger's gun. And then Trigger pulls another gun. It was like yes. a big-ass <laughs> 45. And um, I noticed Ponytail has one revolver. It's like a short black one. And then a few scenes, like the next scene, he has this big, long silver one. So, yeah, it's like everybody, it's, it's almost like, remember like old video games like Duke Nukem? Because like nowadays, first-person shooters, you can carry two guns and that's Well, it. that's good. You're going through a forest, you can pick up new guns as you go. Yeah, but like, you know, in old school games like Turok and Duke Nukem and Doom, you carried every gun in the game. Every gun. Every, there every, you so go. that's pretty it. much what these guys reminded me of. So, 303 doesn't seem to know this girl at all. And at first, the girl is like, She's she like slaps three oh three. He's like, yeah, this guy just saved your life, and now you're gonna slap him. She's not happy that that. And then that, he he takes her hairpin to unlock his handcuffs. Yeah, yeah. She's not happy that he killed that guy who no. was already dead, kind of. <laughs> uh, and he just sits down and falls asleep. Well, first he sees that people. Yeah, he does fall asleep. Yeah, he, he, he sits, sits down people, like yeah. just briefly starts to fall asleep, and she like reaches out to try and touch his face, and then he slaps her hand away. Yeah. And then he reaches out and touches her, and that's when he takes her hairpin. Okay, like I got you, you think you think he's going up to touch her face, but he just snatches her hairpin out of her hair. Right. Um, and then he he looks around. He points the gun at her for a second. Uh huh. And then he looks around. and You start seeing these people tied up to the trees. Right. And I start. I was wondering, like, because right after this, we get the scene with the flashback. Uh huh. And I'm wondering if he was just seeing these people and that they weren't actually there. Well, the girl says that there are people everywhere in this forest but 303 doesn't seem to see them so like only she can see them at first and then she says she has a sixth sense so you could say she sees dead people that's right she's the one that has the vision anyway <laughs> yes yeah yes dead people <laughs> bloody i mean they're bloodied all day. oh they're, they're they're like like they've been through a meat grinder like they do they do, he does eventually see this one body of a guy that's like barbed wired to this tree right. he's been like dismembered and stuck to this tree um, then she now, goes to this flashback vision. She has a vision, I guess, of a samurai from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then, so yeah, then then it cuts back. It's just a really quick flashback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, very very quick flashback. And then three oh three, he's pulling this guy down to get his clothes. Yeah, down off the tree. Yeah, he and and like pulls him down, and then and of course the the body he just pulled down was wearing a leather trench coat. Of course. Now I want to know had the Matrix come out by this time? I. Mm, yes. Well, yeah, it, it was '99. So, well, of course, just yeah, I think Matrix had, came out '99, and this was just 2000. Yeah. So, so I'm not, I'm not sure. Ponytail guy shows up, and yep. um, they point their guns. Uh, he and 303 point their guns at each other for a second, and yeah. and I like this move, uh huh, because 303 does the whole "let's fight without guns, we're men" right thing. So the biker dude throws his gun, or as you call him, ponytail. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to charge him, and then he's like, uh-uh. He points his gun right back at him. Yeah. He, he's yeah. like, I'm not doing that. So 303 kicks this guy and then knocks the girl out. He does this a lot. Yeah. Anytime he's about to fight, he knocks her out. He's yeah. Like, Boom, quick shot to the face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. So, um, yeah, so they start fighting. Then we cut back to the other Yakuza guys, and they're still looking for 303. Trigger Happy Guy is really freaking out. He knows that there are bodies supposedly buried in this forest, but now they're gone. They, they find... Well, all... well, it's because they've buried a bunch of right, people they right. killed there. Yes. Yeah, it, but it's like... so. But, they're all, but the graves are open. Yeah, the graves are all open. They... But, but, okay, now this is where the logic starts to fall apart, because when prisoner and another uh, toupee guy got shot they fell down and immediately came back to life right 
So why did these bodies take so long to come back to life? I, yeah, I'm not I'm not sure the reasoning behind that. Mm-hmm. I feel like something to do with 303 being that his presence there caused those guys to rise quicker. Maybe. I'm not I'm not sure. Or it could be the girl. It could be the, it could be yeah, it could be the girl. Yeah, that's possible. So, um, and I love this because this hand just comes shooting up out of the ground, and all three of these guys are standing. Around, I mean, just firing shooting the shit this out hand. of this yeah. one hand. This one hand, and I'll just start unloading on it. Now, uh, back to Ponytail and three hundred three. They're still fighting. Ponytail gets his gun back, but then here's the other guy shooting and runs off. Yeah. Like, so instead, wouldn't... there there's so many times in this in this movie where somebody could have killed somebody because like like yep. like suit. He has a knife. So many times where he could have just like quick stab. Done. Yep. Dead. And he like, but then he's like, yeah, no, no. he does a lot of that. Yeah, yes, like, he does. <laughs> yeah, this guy is just so full of him. He's supposed to be the crazy guy. And then you cut back to the three guys, and there's this random body that just flies over him. Yeah. Like he looks like he, I'm like, where did he, he coming out of the trees? Yeah. It's, I, yeah. And then they shoot the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now suit glasses and trigger are now surrounded by zombies. But these zombies know how to use guns, and a lot of them still have, have guns. guns. Yes. Like I, I thought, if you want, if you killed somebody, you know, you would want to take their gun away or something. Yeah, I don't know. And, and you still got more climbing out of the ground. Uh-huh. You got limbs falling off. Yeah, and um, and suits getting all excited. Oh yeah. He, Anytime he can use his gun, I guess he just gets excited. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. now three hundred three and Ponytail are still chasing each other when the girl wakes up, and um, then it cuts back to suit glasses and trigger glasses. Suddenly has an assault rifle. Where was he hiding that? Like, like he wasn't carrying a briefcase or a backpack or anything you could hide an assault rifle in. He was, he's just wearing like a, a button-up long sleeve shirt and right. pants. So it was like, did he have that stuck down his butt or something like that? I don't know. It was like suddenly has a has an assault rifle. See, yeah, this this is again like if they had just embraced the absurdity for the for this entire film, it would have been hilarious. But for the but it takes itself too seriously at sometimes. Now, um, now a zombie has got uh, trigger and glasses. When Ponytail shows up, glasses tricks two zombies into shooting each other. <laughs> I love that because like there's one zombie that's got a gun to his head, and on his other side there's another zombie's got a gun to his head, and he just kind of slowly <laughs> steps out of the way, and that's when they shoot each other. Yep. Uh, glass. Yeah. So how many bodies have the yakuza buried out here? That's what I want to know because they're they're just. Tons of them everywhere. Yes. And now Glasses has a shotgun. A double-barreled shotgun that he gets three shots out of. Again, I I count stuff like this. I don't know why I would expect a movie like this to take their guns realistically or or to to portray them I mean, they've already had unlimited bullets and unlimited types of guns. Yeah, so so it's like, it's all just out the window. Um, Is this where 303 shows back up yet or no? Because he shows up to help them fight off the zombies. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um... But but at this point, Trigger almost shoots Glasses. I think he actually shot him in the arm accidentally. Yes, he does. And then he runs off with the girl. Don't know why he took the girl or why the girl even decided to go with him. Now that was some, I put here, that was some uh, equilibrium level gunplay. Did you ever see Equilibrium? Christian Bale? Christian Bale. I want to say I did, but... That, I don't that, remember it well. That that, that one had some pretty awesome gunplay in it. Now this is where uh, Suit... Just he keeps just keeps pulling knives out. 
<laughs> like he's got like one knife in one hand and then one knife in another hand and then like like a switchblade and a butterfly knife and just and, all these different kinds and of and knives. And he wants to kill the 303. Right. But the the ponytail guy keeps telling him, no, the orders are to keep him and the girl alive. Right. They have to be alive. They are the important ones here. Mm-hmm. So, um... <clears throat> <laughs> I had to I had to laugh so much because now it's now three oh three has this full length leather trench coat and at one time he he turns to leave but he doesn't just turn around and walk off he does this like Dracula like flare of his <laughs> his, of his cape coat, of his cape and <laughs> walks away that's his cape <laughs> yeah so a very dramatic exit now glasses shoots ponytail in the leg, leg yep. and suit starts to cut his face up just like cut and, he, cut, and cut, he, cut, he's cut. laughing yeah he's enjoying himself yes. Then glasses finish his ponytail off. I don't even I don't even realize know why they killed him. I think it's because he, he keeps stopping them from doing what they want and telling them no, we gotta follow orders. Oh, okay. and they just get upset about it. Okay. I guess. Now this this <laughs> this whole up to this point in the movie has probably been thirty to forty five oh. minutes, and then you just cut to this random shot of a of a, like a, a Range Rover that's on its side and is smoking, and you see a person climbing out of it. And I'm like, are we to assume these are cops? These are the guys that they escaped from? And then, yes, one, there, there's a tall one, and he's missing a hand. Yeah, once you see the missing hand, you, you're like, you, oh, you, yeah. You're like, a... okay, okay, we know where his other hand went. Yep. <laughs> and he seems very, he doesn't seem very concerned with the fact that he is missing a hand. And no, he's, no, he's, he's Like, fine. it's not even bandaged up. He doesn't have a tourniquet around it or anything. He's just walking around with, with missing a hand. He's fine. <laughs> Um, so these are two cops and they climb out and they're looking for 303 and the other guy. So there's, you know, the, the one, I call him handless. There's handless. And then there's head cop. Cause he's the shorter one. And he's going on about, you know, I trained at Langley and, and you I know, was I'm, with the FBI. Yeah. With yeah. the FBI. And I'm a master tracker or something like that. And that, yeah, he's got a great line later, but I got it down here. He's got this, the, the these, these two are like where the comic relief really yep. starts to yep. shine later on. Um, now, as they are now, now cuts back to Trigger and the girl. Yep, they are running through the woods. Trigger almost shoots the girl, and then three hundred three shows up and just knocks him out. Yep. So, like, Trigger is just a terrible henchman. Like, how did he make it to this level of yakuza <laughs> hierarchy if he is that bad? It he, makes you wonder what is he like outside of this force because this forest is freaking with him. Yeah. So I'm, I don't freaking know. Freaking him out. Ma- so maybe bad. he was. Maybe he was a decent guy. But then we get. More a new set of bad guys. A new set of bad guys. Just we already this. got one whole set of bad guys. Mm-hmm. Now we get a whole new set. Right. I, I've already gotten names for all the other bad guys. Then we've got a, re- a guy with red hair yeah, red and glasses and sunglasses. We've got a girl in a trench coat. And I swear to you, this third person at first I thought was a woman. Then I thought was a guy. Then finally figured out it actually is a woman. Because <laughs> she's got really short hair. Yep. And but I just call them long hair and short hair. Yeah, I, 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 I call this one red hair and uh, uh, trench coat girl and other lady. <clears throat> that's that's just it. Yep. And they're walking through the woods and suddenly they're surrounded by zombies. It mm-hmm. is way too late in this movie to be introducing new characters like this. And once again, a random zombie flies in from overhead. Yeah. I don't know why they do that. But... Now, <laughs> I had to laugh <clears throat> because red hair... Kicks this zombie in the in the balls, <laughs> and the zombie reacts accordingly. He's like, "Oh!" And I was like, "Why did that? Why did that hurt him? 
And, and all I could think of was, I think it was in the first Hotel Transylvania movie where I think the, the human guy kicks one of the suits of armor in the balls and he goes, oh, why did that hurt me? <laughs> so, yeah, and then they're fighting the dead. Mm-hmm. And the girl in the trench coat is the only one using guns. The rest of them are actually just fighting. Mm-hmm. But then we cut back to Ponytail, Ponytail, and he's not completely dead yet, and he sees this very blurry outline of someone who's, like, reaching their hand out to him. Yep. Now 303 and the girl are talking, and she can't remember who she is, and now 303 can't remember things either. He's, like, starting to forget. Yeah, like, she keeps asking him why he was in prison, mm-hmm. and he keeps saying it doesn't matter, but mm-hmm. it's really that he can't remember he can't. why he was in prison. Yeah, he forgets. Then cut back, back to, to glasses suit, and, suit and yeah. glasses, and some guy just shows up behind him. He's well, not a zombie. The, well, like, okay, yeah. I, and, we did see, we did see him, him very earlier, briefly earlier. It's, it's the guy he, with the briefcase. And I call him boss because he's the boss guy. Okay. And he's also, as you call him, priest from the flashback. Right. And I think it was, it's right shortly after he's reintroduced here that we find out he, he was the priest from the beginning of the movie. Yes. So I started calling him priest. Um, so they show up. And then and, these other three guys show up. Or, well, like, yeah, Suit looks at this guy and is like, what took you so long? What, why are you, what, why, why'd you just now show up or something? And yeah. then it's obvious that the priest does not like Suit. No. Um, Trenchcoat girl and the other two yeah. uh, shows up and waste this guy, or at least try. Like, they just, you know, they try shooting him and he's not even hurt. Like, there's no, there's no blood or anything on him. And he says something about, you'll need an army to kill me or something like that. And it's funny, I noticed right here, it's it's where these guys are at, it's dark in the forest. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to cu- make a cut back to 303 and the girl, and it's still very light in the forest. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm thinking, obviously, like we were talking about the budget earlier, they were filming during different parts of the day, <laughs> different parts. And, it, and it shows. <laughs> yes, it does. So, um, but I thought it played well versus the good side versus the evil side. In yeah, the story, yeah. There's, so. there, there, there's a couple times in this where where, where there's some really nice nice colors, like because because a lot of it's very gray and blue and kind of cold colors. But there's a couple scenes where they have like more autumn colors and it's a yes, lot. Yes, we get, definitely get some very orange mm-hmm, scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, so now the guy, now priest, the guy yes. with the briefcase, is now fighting everyone. And at this point, I'm like, I am I am officially confused. The strange guy, the priest. Kills suit, and that's when you find out that he was the priest from earlier. The dude punches through glasses and pulls his heart out. Yep. So and, and like while he, it, I had to watch it a couple times because I'm like, wait, what the hell just happened? Because like while he's he's got his hand through suit or through glasses, glasses shoots himself, <laughs> and then he takes a bite. Yeah, and then he takes a bite out of his heart. And he offers Trenchcoat Girl eternal life. And, and then he bites her neck. Yeah, and I'm like, is this, is this guy a vampire? That's exactly what I put. I was like, mm-hmm. vampire? Question mark? <laughs> um, and now we cut back to the cops from earlier. We, we see from the inside of this car um, that the one who's missing a hand kind of leans in and is like, hello. I'm like, this guy's awfully chipper for having lost a hand. Yes. And... <laughs> the, and like, you don't see the person in the car. You're like looking from their perspective and... and the guy's like, oh, is something wrong, officer? And he's like, don't call me officer. officer. He just and shoots, shoots the guy. That's what I was like. He shoots the like, guy for calling him officer. You just a random citizen? What the fuck? And now head cop has a fucking Barrett 50 caliber sniper rifle in one hand. Because <laughs> he, like, he's holding it like you can't see what's in his other hand. And then he pulls it down. He's got this tiny little 38 revolver <laughs> in his other hand. So that was just that was just a funny juxtaposition. And head cop is like, oh, I am a master of all martial arts. Yes. (laughs) 
Then we cut back to Suit. He's actually not dead. Yeah, he, had, some... he had held him up in some weird chest hold. Yeah. And I thought he had died at first, too, yeah, but mm-hmm. he's not. We he, see that he is still alive. He's stumbling, but you can tell he's hurting. He ends up falling down a slope. There's lots of those in this movie. Yeah. And Trigger comes along. He's still alive. And he falls down the same right slope behind him. and lands on him. And Trigger has a different gun now. Now he's got like a desert eagle. He ends up getting up and cutting suit. Right. Right. He gives um, he gives a gun to Suit so he can finish himself off and then runs off. But Suit shoots him. In the ass. And, well, yeah. And, and I forgot to mention this, but earlier he had this little, it looked like a little drawstring sack of some of something. And he sh- suit shoots him in the ass and hits him in this little thing, and it's it's a good luck charm, is what it was. Okay. I've seen you know you used to be able to buy those, like you go to any of the, the the temples or the shrines, and you could probably buy a lot of those. Are just good luck charms. So yeah, his good okay, luck good, charm. I was wondering, I was like, is it protected by like a phone or? Something? I wasn't sure what that no, was. Okay, no, 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 it, it's a good luck charm, and it's and somehow it can it can <laughs> it can. It can uh, stop bullets, apparently. Yeah. Um, well, it is a good luck charm, then. So he pulls out... He pulls out a gun, and then, but then he sees that Priest and his other zombie minions, or whatever they are... Suit and, tries to kill himself and now. And finally. And is finally no bullet. out of bullets. Yes. <laughs> Just click, and that's it. So now, trench coat, glasses, ponytail, and red hair are all zombie minions now of some kind. Yep. And they've all got really bad, like, My Chemical Romance makeup on basically that's what they that's what they're right um so 303 and the girl are now talking about priest yep and she knows something about him says and it's says, her destiny yeah it's your destiny to fight him yeah and re- <laughs> i laughed so hard when i saw this but red hair just comes like floating down from the sky like and just kind of stands there behind him so they st- and 303 knocks the girl out again yeah if he and, wants to fight, he knocks the girl out. Yeah, that and I'm like, the, dude, didn't and I, I, put, I made this note. This guy is the most violent feminist I have ever seen. <laughs> and um, the but then the girl suddenly catches Red Hair's kick. Like he tries to kick, uh, three hundred three, and and she catches it. She catches yep. his foot. And three hundred three, you know, they they start fighting, and then he eventually just caves Red Hair's in Red Red Hair's head in with a rock. rock. Yep. And this this was I, I oh, laughed yeah. so hard. I was I this is like really are you gonna put that part here? He takes red hair sunglasses and puts them on and the camera zooms in on his face and you hear this guitar riff going like And he looks over at the girl and the girl's just shaking her head. So he takes the sunglasses off and the camera pulls back and goes I was like What am I watching? What the fuck is going on? So um Priest shows up. He finds Red floating in the water. Yeah, fine. Now, I could not believe... I couldn't figure this out because he finds Red floating in the water. And he... He punches through the head. And, like, he pulls his hand out and he's got and his you get a shot eyes. Inside. Yeah. Oh, that was really cool because you can see, like, the bottom jaw, the teeth and I was everything. Say, yeah, you see... Yeah, I was going to say that. You see teeth. You see the blood dripping down. Yeah. Yeah, and then he And cool. then he's, like... he's He, like, opens his, his fist and he's got... His eyes, they're like, and stuck they're in... like, they're not even, they're big googly eyes. Yeah, they're they, they're it, very comical yeah. looking eyes. <laughs> and like this, this whole part's comical because he's like, Ugh, he like <laughs> shakes his hand or something. Um, we go back to three hundred three and the girl. Right. She's telling him that the priest is the one that has the power. He's right. the one resurrecting the dead. Uh huh. And then this is when you get uh, short hair, whatever you call her, short hair. I call her right, short right, hair. other lady. Yeah, short hair. You can call her that. Um, she shows up and the girl just 
No, like don't, they do a little bit of they fighting, do a little bit of fighting with three hundred three, and then the girl tree limb. Yeah, yeah, knocks her out with a tree limb because she didn't get the eternal life, right? She wasn't one. She was right, right. She was not killed. She was not. Yeah, she was still actually a human. Now Trigger falls down a hill, and we suddenly see the other prisoner from before is still walking around. Yep, and the cops are out looking for three hundred three. And I love that he just he spins the other prisoner around and he takes off running again. Yeah, he he's like I'm not fucking with you. He just spins yeah. him the other way so that he starts walking the other way. But then the cops come up in the car yep. that they stole from whoever they killed and just run over this other prisoner and blood splatters all over the way and just just wonderful. Lots of blood. Lots of blood. But it's funny because right before he runs him over, he's like, I smell something like a dog. And no, then they hit him. Well, no, no. I think he was saying, like, I have a smelling sense like a dog. Oh, he's, okay. he's like, I'm yes, a bloodhound. I'm like right. a bloodhound. This guy has is. such a high opinion of himself. Oh, yes, and he that, somehow right. managed to let these two prisoners get away. Yep. <laughs> um, Trigger runs into the short hair girl. Right. She beats him up. Yeah, she keeps slapping him every time <laughs> yeah. he tries to talk. But now they decide that they are working They're together. both alive, so mm-hmm. they're going to team up. Yeah. So a uh, girl and 303 are walking along, and she just falls down. Like, like it, as soon as it cuts to them, it doesn't even set up what's happening. It just, boom, her, him, and her falling, falling down <laughs> behind him. I just thought that was really funny, the way, they, the way they cut that. He offers his hand to her, and she's like, oh, you're remembering. You're becoming a nice guy. And, um... He still doesn't remember anything, according to uh, to him. He doesn't remember her. But while they're talking, Priest shows up. He offers 303 power if he gives up the girl. Her blood gives the Priest well, that's power. Well, this is where it changes. Uh-huh. This is where we get that orange is forest. Right. Because he's not actually with the girl at this point. Uh-huh. Like, I, I put here, I was like, is this the true forest of resurrection? When they go into this different... Yeah, is this like some kind of metaphorical... Because he calls it the gate. Yeah. But yes, he, he talks about needing two keys to open this gate. Mm-hmm. The human sacrifice and the one with the blood of resurrection. Right. Um, and he found them 500 years ago. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> 303 tries shooting at him and Priest just catches the bullet out of midair. Yep. And drops it. But then 303 suddenly has another gun. <laughs> And we find out that, uh, you know, I, I think, I think, yeah, pre- yeah. At, th- at this point, three hundred three pulls out the assault rifle that Glasses had earlier, <laughs> and just starts shooting at. Him. Of course, it doesn't do anything. Um, and we yeah. find out that uh, Priest is the one who sprung three hundred three from prison. Yep. And that's when we get that cut, that flashback to the very beginning of the movie when you, when, when that samurai guy tried to kill Priest and the guy with the hat killed him. Right. That was three hundred three. Yes. Three hundred three is Priest's little brother. Yes. I also love this fact that uh, when he's talking about you ruined my plans 500 years ago, mm-hmm. this movie does something we all look for in horror movies. It actually gives you a body count. He tells you, you've killed 43 people today already. I'm like, <laughs> awesome. I'm glad you told me that. <laughs> in case you're keeping score. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but yes, then you find out their brother's right. Right, and, and, but then uh, and then three hundred three pulls another gun, yet another gun, and priest shoots him in the head, and he falls off a cliff. Mm-hmm. But when he falls back down, he's back into the original force. Right, it's back into the grayish tone. Right, um, now now we see that priest has all of his his minions, and now now suit is running. At first, I thought suit was supposed to be a dog because he's like running around on all yes, fours. Yes. but I think he's supposed to be a beetle. Really? I think so, because, like, you see later on, he's, like, climbing face first down a tree, and it's making this, like, clickety, clickety, clickety sound like a beetle would be. Uh Oh, okay. At first, I thought he was a dog. 
Okay. Or, or maybe a frog or something, because he kept sticking his tongue out. Uh, but the girl finds 303 and is sad that he's dead. And then she pulls out this little pocket knife that he took off of Red. Yep. And cuts her hand, and her blood brings him back to life. Yep. But then Suit shows up. Now we get the flashback to the beginning of the movie. 303 is his past samurai self. He's missing an arm, and the girl is behind him. And there are all these other bad guys surrounding them, and I think they're supposed to be like old, re- like like older versions of all the modern goons. Yes, because they are all the same. They're people. all the yep, same I people. Have, like yep. like so, even all the yakuza goons are reincarnations of yep. this guy's minions. Apparently, like this whole group of people reincarnates together. Apparently, mm-hmm. um, so and in the flashback, three hundred three, like like he and the girl both know that that he can't protect her or something, so he cuts her head off. Yes. That, like, I, okay, that may be like the only, yeah, how romantic is that? But yeah, this is like the only time of the movie where he shows any kind of feeling or caring towards this girl. It's like the rest of the movie, he's just punching her and knocking her out. Well, he's punching her so she doesn't have to fight. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's his way of showing compassion. Right. <laughs> so in the flashback, 303 tries to kill Priest and fails. Yes, so now we cut back to present, and 303 is alive again. I'm guessing he remembers everything now. But he is missing an eye. He, yeah, he's, he's his missing an eye. His eye has been shot out. Mm-hmm. But now he suddenly has a katana, big, big samurai sword. Um, priest has got girl all tied up. He cuts her and then licks her blood, and he's he wants the, the op- wants to open the gate with yep. the girl's blood in exchange for power, but nothing is happening. Because he doesn't, he thinks 303's dead. Yeah. Because he had to kill the human sacrifice. Mm-hmm. But then the girl's like, Oh, he! I've already given my blood to to three hundred three, and her blood only works once. Yep. So one time use, uh, uh, blood of resurrection. Now priest has to wait until she resurrects again. So actually, he says that uh, he can use three hundred three's resurrected blood at this point. Right, and that that right. That's what I was was now he wants three hundred three's oh, okay. resurrected blood. Gotcha. Now three hundred three's back, and yes, he does remember everything. Ponytail shows up, and three hundred three. No, this is where three hundred three suddenly has an assault rifle. Then glasses shows up. Then trench coat girl and red hair. Now I'm like, wait a minute, and his face is put back. His together. face is put. Yeah, I was like, now, it does look stitched together. So they did at least uh, try to. Okay, maybe. But the way he smacked, yeah, the way, the way he, he put he his hand his through <laughs> his fist through his head. Yeah, it looked kind of like when uh, that one, when Joker ended up cutting his face off and stapling it back to it. Yeah, yeah. That's what it looked like. But what happened to his head, you couldn't do that. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this was where I realized that Suit is crawling around like a bug. Yeah, and I put down, he's Spider-Man. <laughs> I didn't notice <laughs> I the he, beetle clicking noises like well, you did. Well, later on, uh, well, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, but Glasses is the first one to go. He just, like, 303 just half. dices him up. Like, like nothing. Yeah, like, he cuts him in half, but then he's cutting off all his limbs. Yeah. Just, he's just having fun with this, mm-hmm. now that he's got this sword. Um, Trenchcoat girl shows up and suddenly has this whole German submachine gun. And 303 just blows a hole through her with a shotgun that he yep. found. I'm guessing he just picked it up. There must be guns laying all over this, all over this friggin' forest. Apparently when they kill these people, they leave them with their guns. Yeah. They're burying them with their guns. So, um, so now 303 is fighting Red Hair again, and... <laughs> <laughs> 303 does like a freaking backflip and lands on his head and just like crushes his head. It's funny because he knocks him down at first and Red gets back up and he sounds like the floor creaking or like a door when it's creaking. Yeah, I did notice that. I did notice that he kept he kept trying to get up. Yeah, it sounds like a creaky because door. Before, because he takes, his, he takes his glasses off again, mm-hmm. puts them on, then he does the flip. 
smashes his oh, head. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Twists you're his right. foot in it mm-hmm. just to add injury to insult, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Insult to injury. Uh, and then he takes the glasses off again and throws them. Yeah, it's like, like, uh, he keeps trying them on, but they, then he doesn't want them. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I have a hard time finding sunglasses I like to. So. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's just suit and 303. But then we cut back to the cops and trigger, and the other lady shows up. Yeah. Other lady starts to fight head cop, like hand-to-hand combat, while Trigger holds Handless Cop at gunpoint. And Handless Cop tries stabbing Trigger with the stump of his hand. (laughs) He's like poking him. And then Trigger accidentally accidentally shoots other lady. Like, like you... He's terrible with the gun. He's a terrible gangster. He really is. And then he takes the Barrett out of the trunk and runs off with it. Like, like he just grabs it and runs off. Like, what the hell are you going to do with that? Um, and then we back to priest cut to he, priest who is putting, he's opened that suitcase okay, he's had yep. with him this whole time and he's putting and together some sword. kind of sword yep. and uh, it's like really sinister looking. It's got this like hand guard thing with all these spikes on yep. it and whatnot. Um, back but then we cut back to 303 in suit and this is, yeah, I think he's supposed to be some kind of beetle because at one point he's like balancing on his hands and like trying to kick at 303 with his feet like a beetle like a dung beetle you know would do so i think okay. that's what he's supposed to be i got you so trigger shows up and tries to shoot suit and what kind is this a, the the gun that he's got yeah it's it's called a barrett uh 50 caliber sniper rifle okay. fires a huge bullet yeah because i thought it was like a grenade launcher the way this thing when yeah he the, fires well, the it. way that people react when they get <laughs> shot yeah uh, but 303 manages to kill suit with the barrett yeah it blows him up yeah completely. that's why i was like that must have been a grenade launcher because i don't know well it's hollywood um, <laughs> no it's not oh yeah it's japan <laughs> tokyo <laughs> i don't know <laughs> they were actually three hours south of tokyo it was three hours away from tokyo i don't okay. remember which direction well yeah you would, you, you'd have had to go far away from tokyo to get into an area this yeah. rural it's three hours away i know okay. he said that i'm gonna have to listen to that podcast that sounds very interesting but um now the cops show up and, and the handless cop sees 303 and he's like, give me back my right hand. And there's a hand laying right there. Yeah. And there's a hand just laying and he tosses it to him and he picks it up and looks at it and realizes it's somebody like, else's Hey, I don't need hand. two lefts. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that, that's. Uh, but I love when he throws it. You get that cheesy, like whistling sound yeah. as something flies through the air. <laughs> yeah. Now. Then 303 shoots him with the Barrett. Nice he, hole in the head. Yeah. So it blew the other guy completely yeah. up, but mm-hmm. it only blows this guy a hole in his head. Yeah. So now, oh, this was great because the head cop says he can dodge bullets, and he starts to do like the Neo bullet time. He does that, and he. Uh, uh, this is the line I love. He says his reflexes are five hundred times faster than Mike yeah, Tyson. Yeah, Mike Tyson. <laughs> I, I I've forgotten about that. I knew he said something about Mike Tyson, and. uh so he starts taking off his jacket and yeah. tie. Yeah, like you say, it does the Neo but stuff then, and Matrix. But then he like, it's like he looks like he like overbalances. It's like, oh, shit, and, and stands back up again. And that's and, when, when he, he goes, he literally says, oops. Yeah, oops, yeah. <laughs> and then gets blown up. <laughs> so now it's just 303 and Priest. And I put final fight. Final fight, yeah. Final round. Um, back in the and, oranges forest. Yeah, they can't decide if they want to fight with swords or guns or fists cuz at first they're fighting with but swords. But I love when there's sword fighting. 
I mean, I, I guess I haven't done any sword fighting. Are there this many sparks flying no, constantly? I, I didn't think I so. I don't think so. I've seen other sword fights. I don't see it. This thing, every time they hit swords, there's a spark flying. Right. Again, well, that's again, that's kind of a kind of an anime thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yes, then you go to guns. And then they go to fists, and somehow they end up with each other's swords. And I loved it because three hundred three looks at looks at priest's sword, and he like touches the little spiky guard with his fist, and he looks at it like, "What the fuck is this for?" <laughs> but then priest stabs three hundred three, just like five hundred years ago. Yeah, just like it was five hundred. It's like, and he says that the dark side has chosen priest. <laughs> And it looks like 303 is finished, but then he catches Priest's blade, like, between his, his hands. hands. Yep. Now 303 has both blades, and Priest is coughing up blood. And this, we, this I, I will say, we got some pretty cool fight choreography here again. Now, very, now, now at one point, they, like, end up back-to-back against each other, and you're like, did someone just get stabbed? Did someone just get run through? And the camera takes a long time <laughs> circling around them, and then they start to fight again. But then... 303 just flat out cuts Priest's head off. Just well, he he cuts his neck. He oh right, kicks right. the head off. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> he, he cuts his yeah, right. right. He, he first he just got the neck. Yeah, but the girl is still tied up. So we cut to three her and 303 walking out of the woods, and they take Ponytail's motorcycle from earlier, and they ride off down a very long. They do, tunnel. but he does tell her he's like, if I leave this forest, I might die because he the stuff that's happened to him in this forest, he should be dead. Mm-hmm. But it's. Not worth going back to prison, I mean. Right, If, yeah, if you yeah. stay in the forest, it's the same as going to prison. Yeah. So, down this very long tunnel. But then we cut to a sudden shot of a ruined city. This looks like the beginning of Terminator. Yeah. It's like just a destroyed city, and it says 99 Nine years, years later. later. Yeah. Now we see that Priest is alive, or still alive, or alive again. And Girl is alive again, along and, with and all of the his... it's the same group? It's the same group, same goons. And 303 is alive, but it looks like 303 is with... He's with the goons He's with the time. goons, yeah, and, the, and the priest is, is, is here to fight him. So, so it's like, do they change places every time that's they... That's what I say. I think that's that's what I took away from it, is that... And I wonder if it's... Like, this was 99 years. Mm-hmm. The last one kept going back to 500 years before. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering how often they do this, and do they switch every time? Yeah. I mean, obviously, that's not clear, so... Yes. But, yes, you can tell they are, like she said, it's their destiny to fight each other. They yeah, because the girl actually looks other. at looks at Priest and is like, I should have stayed on your side or yeah. something like that. Yeah. So, I, I guess it's just like an eternal struggle against uh, good against evil because Priest and and 303 start to, start to rush each other, and that's when it cuts to credits. Yep, that's the end. Supposedly. Well... <laughs> About as much of an ending as we're going to get. Yes. <laughs> This movie would have been great to watch <clears throat> drunk with friends because there's just so much to make fun of here. Yeah. Like I said, like it, parts of it seem like they're trying to go the comedy route. Parts of it seem like they're trying to go serious action. And it's just... It's the, all over the place. It is. It's all I mean, over the place. And it's, I think it, as you describe it, if you watch it, batshit insane. Probably, yeah, probably the most batshit insane movie I've ever seen. Now, that being said... And I said, was proud. <laughs> Now that being said, you'll probably find something even more insane for me to watch. I think was you told me it was one I saw a trailer for a long time ago called Dead or Alive. It has nothing to do with the fighting game, but it was called it was a Japanese right. movie called Dead or Alive. And was that a Takashi Miike yes, film? Yes, it is a trilogy. It's a trilogy. Oh, There's three of them. Wonderful. I got to see if that's still on Amazon Prime. I hope it is. That I don't know, but I'm pretty sure I bought that trilogy on DVD when it was out. So okay, because I remember be a long time ago I had this random anime movie, and at the at the, the trailer at the beginning of it. 
it showed a trailer for for that movie. I'm like, oh. this, I'm like this is anime. Why are they showing live action stuff? But I, I remember seeing that and thinking this movie looked crazy. <laughs> like that guy just pulled a, a shotgun out of a bag of groceries. This random person <laughs> walking down the street and he just pulls this big old gun out of this out of this person's bag of groceries. Oh, wonderful, wonderful film. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. Overall, what'd you think of Versus? I th- it was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun in all of its absurdity and all of its almost mock seriousness. It was a lot of fun. So, um, I don't even, what, I don't even remember what episode this is. Is this episode 14? That sounds about right. That sounds about right. We're probably just going to stop numbering these episodes eventually because we're losing count of them. But, uh, we hope you enjoyed our review and our discussion of verses, uh, if you did enjoy it, please give us a like, give us a subscribe. I, I, don't know, I, t- I sound like a YouTuber. <laughs> yeah, follow us on all the socials. We're on Instagram and Facebook and uh, Twitter. Twitter. And the Twitter. The Twitter. The Twitter. Now that, that's, about, that's about as sinister as it's getting on Twitter right about now. Like <laughs> I, I have Twitter for other stuff, but like, I don't even hardly ever go on there because it's, like, it's just all so mean. Everybody's so mean on Twitter. I don't like it. <laughs> See, I follow a lot of horror people, and they're probably the nicest group of people out there. So. Yeah, like I, I tried following a bunch of voice actors and stuff, you know. But they're like, the, even the voice actors, they want to be so political, and they want to be, oh, everything sucks. I'm like, I, I, I get enough of that in my own head. I don't need that from the voice of Bubbles, the Powerpuff Girl, or whoever. You know, <laughs> like you are a talking pony on My Little Pony, so I don't care about your political opinion. Oh, but that was versus a very fun movie. It's, 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 it's almost like a lower budget kill bill because the absurdity in this and the absurdity in kill bill is almost the same level. Cause I remember when kill bill first came out, someone described it as watching a live action anime. And that's what, that's exactly how I would describe versus. Oh, for what it's worth, this came before kill bill. Oh, well, so, so there's that. Obviously didn't get as much critical acclaim as Kill Bill did. Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) So that wraps up this episode of Cinematic Blind Spots. Until next time, I'm Adam. And I'm Josh. And whether you're in your car or in your theater, always check your blind spots. You guys take care. We'll see you next time.